This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment right. It's time to get locked and loaded with two full hours of Gun Sports Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl, Lance Palkey, and Michael Schwartz, will teach you anything and everything there is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American right to own and bear arms. Visit GunSportsRadio.com with your questions and comments or to learn how to become a sponsor and or guest of the show. Now, here's your hosts, Dave, Lance, and Michael. All right, folks, welcome to Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave, he's Lance, Here he is. and Michael and Joe are out shooting something. Front sight. Is that where at? Yep, beautiful pro. But we do have special guest in, Judy Wells. She's going to be chatting with us throughout the show. But hey, folks, uh, look for our show on your favorite podcast platform. It's simple. Just go to gunsportsradio.com. That's gunsportsradio.com. Share it with your friends. You'll be able to go through, see some archive shows. We'll get ours posted up here as soon as we're done. Uh, probably best thing to do is wait till Monday and you'll be able to get it. Unless Lance is not doing anything tonight. Yeah. And also, please remember to stick around for the second hour. Now, we pounded that pretty hard. And the first hour kind of went down. The second hour took off. So... Watch them both or listen to both. Well, you did a good job last time because the the first hour we had a ton of downloads. Oh, did we? Oh, my God. Just took off again. Yeah. So, folks, you want to stay on top of what's going on as far as Second Amendment and guns. This is the show. Hey, this hour is brought to you by our good friends at Firearms Legal Protection. They are just the best. And if you need them, I'm telling you, if you don't have any kind of protection, Firearms Legal Protection should be on your list to go talk to. Uh, they're, They're... Definitely help you out with self-defense and keep you out of trouble. So check them out on their website at firearmslegal.com, firearmslegal.com. Well, you know, the CCWs are getting a little bit looser here in San Diego, but you never know when that door would shut. So you need to take a CCW class for your San Diego CCW, or maybe you want an Arizona, Florida, or other multi-state CCW, visit ccwusa.com. They offer small class sizes expert instructions to fit your schedule and your wallet. Uh, three classes every month, uh, on the uh, two on the weekend classes, all starting at 8 a.m. And by the way, classes do fill up quickly, so you better get on the on the stick and go to ccwusa.com, sign up. Now, if you're into private lessons, that's possible too. They have great dates, times to meet your busy schedule. Check out their website for all the details. That's ccwusa.com. At ccwusa.com. All right, we got Lance and Judy in the house, so you're running the show today, bud. Well, I don't know. I want to thank Judy Wells for coming down. Thank you. How you doing, Judy? Good afternoon. I'm doing great. How you doing? Really good, thanks. So we're looking forward to Judy uh, and uh, Tatiana uh, uh, heading up a segment uh, starting at 5 o'clock. In the meantime, though, uh-huh. my gosh, Dave, we've got uh, Jamie Franks. Uh, Jamie Franks, he's... Uh, Top Shot All-Star going to be uh, calling in in the next segment. Amazing, guys. So listeners, make sure and and stick around for mm-hmm. that. A lot of wow. cool stuff happening. Um, just thought I'd do a little recap. Uh, you know, we had the uh, elections here last week. Yeah, you're going to give the hits, runs, and errors? You know, uh, thanks to Michael Schwartz. And by the way, you know, we, you mentioned before, Mike and and Joe were in beautiful front sight, Nevada, mm-hmm. training up, uh, you know, over the weekend. I played hooky. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so a couple things. One is, um, I guess there was only three cities that had primaries. That was uh, San Diego, Chula Vista, and Carlsbad. But be aware and watch out in November. All 18 cities 
are going to have elections. Mm. Um, also beware out there that I heard they're going to, the, the state of California, uh, you know, the, they're going to try and put a bunch of propositions on, you know, you know, just kind of as a side note. Just sneak them in. Sneak them in. Yeah. Um, San Diego County gun owners was uh, had their voter's guide, which we, you know, we talked about a lot on the air. And so the voter's guide is a way that San Diego County gun owners uh, vets uh, local races uh, for people who are Second Amendment friendly. Not just friendly, but really put their their mouth and their, their foot were, you know, they, it really should be. Mm-hmm. So in that case, um, so a couple races, um, there was a, a mom's demand action leader, Wendy Wheatcroft got trounced in her uh, San Diego County city council uh, race. So um, it just pre- pretty much means that the Demo- even the Democrats uh, rejected her extremism. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been one that, that's been uh, uh, back the, uh, the, you know, the, the lock up the gun ban with sure. the uh, city attorney, mm-hmm. Mara Elliott. Um, also too, uh, Mike Diaz was another uh, uh, person that was backed by San Diego County gun owners. Uh, he actually won in Chula Vista. So he was endorsed and a strong supporter of the second amendment. So well, you got to commend Mike Diaz. He actually won a seat in Chula Vista, which is fantastic. That's huge. That's so huge. Everybody heard about the Daryl Issa uh, uh, versus basically, you know, Carl DeMaio uh, deal and, 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 you know, and like like it or not, or whatever the case may be, Daryl came out the winner on that one. Um, and then so he's going to run against uh, Amar, against the Democrat. Okay, you know, coming so, Carl, so Carl didn't make Carl it. Carl didn't make it this time. Carl's just a, a super guy. Unfortunately, you know, Carl's run for a few offices uh, here, you know, lately that – but he's just been amazing, you know, with that uh, Proposition Six and yeah. just a just the a gas tax and, and oh, just yeah. a super guy. I hope yeah. he hope he doesn't give up and he continues on. Me too, you know. And of course, he was you know a radio host and whatnot. And he's been a big supporter of San Diego County gun owners from from day one. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so it looks like um, Daryl Issa is going to uh, you know head it up with uh, with Amar. I wonder how that's going to mm-hmm. that race is going to go. You know, uh, if you look at the numbers between, uh, you know, the voters for Daryl Issa and for Carl, if you add them up together, um, it's... Uh, it, it's substantial. It, it's substantial, but it's, I think, you know, it, it depends on the turnout. Um, f- you know, generally presidential races, there's a pretty good turnout on the Democrat side. Mm-hmm. Usually if it's a non-presidential race, um, you know, the Democrats don't turn out as much. The Republicans do. Mm-hmm. So it's really going to be, I think it's going to be close, but I'm not the political... Well, uh, we might see a different you know, uh, demographics this year because politics are so important right now in yeah. every facet. You, you never right. know. You might see, you might see a massive turnout on both sides. And then I heard, I heard the other day, there's more Democrats than Republicans in San Diego County now. Wow. Yeah. In San Diego County. Um, yeah, quite a bit, That's but of course a lot of people have left. Yeah. A lot of people have a lot left. of Republicans left. A lot of Republicans have left. That's yeah. Yeah, that's been their answer, and um, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it it really has been. So, so that's uh, going on with that race, and then um, taking a look. Uh, let's see the two uh, endorsed candidates by San Diego County gun owners. Um, uh, uh, in uh, there was uh, uh, Noli Azosa, and then also um, and Joe Leventhal. So uh, both of those guys are going to make it into the runoffs. Great. So we talked about uh, Noli and yeah. He's so they a, didn't win. They're just in the runoffs, right. which means we got to go back and do it again. Yeah, they'll be calling you for money, Dave. <laughs> no doubt about it. They'll be calling you for money. I have no more money. 
And uh, Carl has all my money. Some people uh, won't be surprised to hear that Bernie Sanders won California, but he also won San Diego. That surprised me. Yeah. Well, it didn't. It didn't. You know, were you surprised? Not at all. So you kind of thought this was a Bernie town? Uh, you know, it's it's just unfortunate. It looks, you know. Well, it's six of one, half a dozen of the other, really, when you come right down to yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, Pick your poison. It's just an amazing deal. But uh, the good news is, in every state that they had their votes, yeah. Trump beat them all. Trump trumped them. Trump trumped them. Yeah. So that's a good sign. He really did. So it was, uh, you know, Quite a quite an election season. Uh, you know, California first time they're involved in Super Tuesday. Yeah. So we got you know pummeled as humans with all those you know horrible <laughs> ads. You oh know, on and on and on. The only people that went out in this deal is you know basically the media, right? Getting paid for all that ad time. I know. You know. So what did you think of that 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 snafu they did over at that other radio station or the other you know, cable network when they were talking about that uh, uh, Bloomberg? Spent so uh, enough money that each one of us can get a million dollars. Oh, I didn't hear that one. You didn't hear it? No. Oh yeah, one of the one of the uh, uh, cable guys sat down and said, "Well, here's how the math works out. There's wow. 335 million people in the United States. Bloomberg spent 550 million. That means each one of us could have had a million dollars if he had put the money into us instead of his. <laughs> wouldn't that, wouldn't that be? It was more like a dollar fifty seven. Right. Well, you know. And I know, I just had to, being the mathematician that you are, I had to throw. That's it out. why they're news anchors. Yeah, yeah, from a goofy country. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, it's just the, the the news has just got into something you just can't be rely on anymore. No, you can't anymore. They're just so unreliable. Their job nowadays, once the their the corporate people figured it out that the news uh, could be a profit center, that their job is just to keep people whipped up. That's it. So, for instance, what happened to the protesters in Hong Kong? They were getting people all whooped up on yeah. that back last December. Yeah, what happened? You know that kind of stuff, and so um, it's well, just now terrible. It's, now it's the virus. Everybody's into now it's the virus. You know, and I'm. I, you know, I, I'm just, if the media would just chill it and just let, let the organizations that got, you know, that are handling it, do it, you know, take care of it. And then you just got to be sensible. You yeah. Know, wash your hands. Don't sneeze on anybody. Costco stock is doing great. Isn't that the silly Wow. Thing? You know, my wife are, just generally ran out of toilet paper or whatever it was, goes to the uh, Costco and it's cleaned out. Oh yeah. Why are they taking toilet paper? They're stocking up for the 14 days. They're saying, oh, we got to stock up. These people that would never stock up for anything now are stocking up there in a panic. And Costco's, in fact, Costco's sitting there saying like Perel, the hand sanitizer, yeah. you're only allowed to buy two bottles. I'm surprised they have it. New York, they're completely out. Yeah, I know. I yeah. mean. And, and uh, Clorox uh, stock has done really well. So Judy, have you stocked up on all that stuff? You know what? We're stocked up already from, from a place called the Ready Store that we have all of our stuff, but I did go to get some hand wipes the other day to take to the range. Yeah. I had to go to three grocery stores. So you could they find were, one. Vaughn's was out, Ralph's was out, and my the third store I went to was a little tiny store that no one goes into. I went in and took like three off the shelf. Yeah. They're, probably, go- it's, they're gone. You probably paid a fortune. I'm sure I did. I'm sure I paid <laughs> double, look. but- Don't look. I think, you know, and the um, gun sales are doing real well right oh, now. Oh, are you kidding? I mean, toilet paper's one thing. You know, a Glock is another. It's really something. And yeah. ammo sales. Ammo, yeah. Tough. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, got a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio. Don't touch that dial. FM 96.1, AM 1170, 
right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gunsports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. I love it. Hey, folks, what's the best defense for self-defense in those horrible new red flag laws? Firearms Legal Protection. Mike, Lance, and I use them. Firearms Legal Protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designed specifically for the firearm owner. Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection. That's Firearms Legal Protection at FirearmsLegal.com. Or call the 469-310-9100. That's 469-310-9100. FirearmsLegal.com. Gun owners, be ready with a lawyer in your corner. California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key. Converts any mil-spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight pull bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications, and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. That's CaliKey.com. K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Hey, uh, the refi uh, business is rocking, folks. So home mortgage interest rates have dropped to an historic low. So if you're looking to buy or refi, or if you're considering a reverse mortgage, call our local mortgage guy that you can trust. That's Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage for nearly 25 years. Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Call Chris at 619-722-1303 or just go to primeres.com backslash alpine. All right, but who you got out of our guest? Well, real quick, uh, the refi bell has rung. So with I know, the rates I did, being I so it, low, it caught me off guard. Yeah, caught you because it, that's it. So make sure and give Chris a call. Um, we are uh, so ecstatic to have uh, Jamie Franks on the line, and and Jamie not only does he have just an, an amazing and uh, a, a naval career, uh, eight overseas deployments, um, and uh, survival, uh, a, a rescue swimmer instructor, uh, but also. Uh, Top shot and three gun uh, champion. So, uh, Jamie, are you on the line? Yes, I am. Thank you guys for having me. Hey, man, we really appreciate you calling in. What part of the country are you in? I'm in San Diego. I'm uh, I'm originally from North Carolina, but I've called San Diego home for. I've been in the Navy for 22 years now, wow. and San Diego has been my home for 18 of those 22 years. Yeah, we should have had him come into studio. God, yeah, I know. Next time, man, I was just <laughs> when I I read your bio and everything, I was going going nuts. So, tell us about. Tell us about Top Shot for a second. So how were you selected, and, and how was that experience for you? So uh, I was on Top Shot Season 2 and Top Shot All-Stars, which was Season 5. And uh, what what, uh, what channel did that air on, or what network? That was on the History Channel. Okay, thanks. And um, so I was on Top Shot Season 2, so um, I had just gotten back from my first Afghanistan deployment in uh, at the end of 2009. Mm. And at that point in my life, I mean, I'd done um, a lot of shooting, but I had never done any type of competitive shooting whatsoever. So I came back from Afghanistan, and uh, one of my buddies that I shoot with was like, hey, there's this uh, there's this shooting competition up in Corona, California, and uh, it's a rifle competition. Uh, we should go up there and just, you know, try our hand and, and, uh, and see how we do. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So uh, we went up to uh, that uh, Mike Rahagi's, uh range up in uh Exactly, Morco. yeah. And um, so we show up for this 
competition and it ended up not being a competition. It ended up being a, uh, like basically like a marksmanship clinic. Hmm. And, uh, so we decided to hang out and shoot anyway. And it just so happened that was when top shot season one was still like on the history channel, like in new episodes. And so, um, it was ironic that that day, or it was two days that we went there and, uh, and Norco shooting. And, uh, there just happened to be a guy uh, that was there at the range that day that was like scouting for people, um, for season two. Okay. And, um, and so we had actually been talking about season one, like, Oh, did you see this week's episode? Oh yeah. Did you see that gun? Oh, yeah. I think I could do that. Blah, blah, blah. And, uh, while we were taking one of the breaks during the shooting day, um, this guy walks up to me and he's, uh, he introduced himself, hands me his business card and, and, uh, asked me, was I familiar with top shot? And I kind of laughed. I said, yeah, actually we, we were just talking about that just, just a couple of minutes ago. And uh, he's, I guess he was hanging back and uh, just watching everybody shoot. And uh, I was shooting pretty well that day. And I guess I caught his eye. And so, and, uh, so keep going. Yeah. So, um, so he said, um, he was like, you know, where, where are you from? How old are you? What do you do for a living? And um, told him, you know, I think at that time I was 29 or 30 years old. And, um, I said, you know, I'm originally from a small town in North Carolina. I'm, I'm in, the, I'm a rescue swimmer in the Navy, and uh, I've done many things in the Navy. But I always tell people I'm a rescue swimmer because that requires the least amount of explanation. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's a two-word thing that most people can understand, and uh, so that kind of caught his interest. And in, because most people don't think of people in the Navy unless you're a Navy SEAL, most people don't equate being in the Navy with being a good shooter. So um, he said his question was interesting. He didn't ask me, uh, you know, how did, how do I think I could do on top shot or what would I think about being on there? He said, if you were on top shot, do you think you could win? Hmm. And I said, yes. You know, like in Ghostbusters, if anybody asks you if you're a man, you say yes. <laughs> um, so he asked me, did I think I could win on top shot? And I said, yeah. And he said, why? And I actually had a, had a pretty good uh, reason why. And he said, I'll tell you what, you got my business card. When you get home, uh, type up a couple of paragraphs about why you think you could win and send it to me. And, uh, I, so I did that. I, I never expected to hear back from him and, um, I kept hearing back and kept hearing back and he kept asking me for, uh, can you, you know, write me, you know, write a thousand words about this and send us a video with you talking about that. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, then eventually it got to the point where they were, uh, asking for my clearance to, or my, uh, my consent to do a background check. And I was like, hmm, they can't be doing this for everybody. <laughs> so um, season one was very popular, and, I, and they told us uh, that for season two, um, that something like 15,000 people had sent in applications and videos to apply for season two. And out of 15,000 people, they chose, uh, based on I don't even know what, whoever they perceived yeah. to be the best 50 people for whatever reason – out of those 15,000, they actually brought you up to L.A. and actually had you um, do like a shooting tryout and some on-camera uh, yeah. like screen test interviews and things like that. And then out of the 50 that they brought up to L.A., and they brought people from all over the world. They brought a guy that was like an Israeli commando, like from Israel. They brought people from Australia, I believe. Um, but they picked, you know, the 16 of us for the cast mm-hmm. um, to be on season two out of, out of those 50. And then um, I did really well and uh then yep. when they decided to do the all-star season they decided to bring back as one of the all-stars as well yeah that's an amazing process so but out of that though you know sorry to ask it this way but how much no, of that is real 
Um, you know uh, what I mean? I mean, you know, yeah. obviously you were shooting and obviously you went through a process, but how much of it was Hollywood and how much of it was, you know, you, you know, you're good shooting. As far as the casting process, I've always told people two things. Um, you could literally be the best shooter on planet earth, but if you can't put an intelligent sentence together, they're not going to put you in front of a camera. You got it. Um, so you need to have a little bit of personality. You need to be able to, to speak intelligibly. Um, and put coherent thoughts together uh, into a sentence. And uh, and you also did need to be a good shooter. Sure. Um, so if you were the best shooter on the planet, but you couldn't put an intelligent sentence together, they weren't going to put you on the show. If you couldn't shoot very good at all, but had a great personality, they might put you on the show. Yeah. Because um, yeah. you have to remember they're, they're yeah. putting together. Yeah. It's entertainment. First. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you want to see who's the best shooter, just go, go to a, go to the, world championship or look at three gun videos on youtube and you yeah. figure out who the best shooter no is. doubt but, uh, it's entertainment first and a shooting competition and it's also top shot was a shooting competition run by people who know absolutely nothing about shooting competition. yeah awesome man. So, yeah i i yeah. totally get it well hey listen with the last couple of minutes we have um so what are you doing now i'm still in the navy um okay i one of the things that i if you want to say it this way that got me in a little bit of trouble on top shot was uh because my career in the Navy has been really varied. I've done a lot of different things in the Navy, and most of the other military branches don't work that way. I saw that. Um, in my career, I've been an operations specialist. I've been a rescue swimmer. Right. I've been attached to Naval Special Warfare. I've been attached to EOD. I've been on a counter IED team. I've been a tactical air controller. And so now for what's going to be the final chapter of my Navy career, I'm uh, actually a hovercraft pilot. Get uh, out of here. I fly the, the LCAC <laughs> hovercrafts that are based out of Camp Pendleton. So. That's awesome. Man, talk about a varied career. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, you got to look this guy up. It's just, it's just, when I read it, I just got super excited. Yeah. And by the way, thank you for your service, man. Absolutely. Just amazing. Just amazing having you on. And uh, do you do any uh, training for people or anything like that? Or are you just kind of, what are you doing? So here, in, so yeah. as part of my naval service, I was a, a firearms instructor uh, when I was attached to EOD because we have EOD platoons out here on the West Coast that integrate with field platoons. And so okay. they have to meet a, a, a kind of a higher level of shooting uh, training before they can integrate with the SEAL team. So for a few years, I taught um, those advanced shooting courses so that the EOD technicians could meet the, the requirements to integrate with the SEALs. And so um, cool. I linked up with a couple of other uh, guys that were like me that were NSW and EOD support, and okay. we actually started a training company here in San Diego uh, called Active Shooter Defense School. Right. And we we train, we train offer shooting classes a couple times a month. Uh, oh, good. Coming up next weekend, actually, a couple of classes. Um, but we teach, uh, all of our teaching is based on combat shooting, um, yep. the, the type of, of tactical shooting we learn in the military. Where it's, you know, it's not about uh, necessarily like hitting a bullseye for a score. It's about shooting to save your life. What's a, and, what's and we a website teach, for you? It's www.asdschool.com. So Active Shooter Defense School, asdschool.com. And uh, we teach courses that are from person who has never touched a gun before all the way up to, uh, like we did a course one time, like a refresher course for the San Bernardino County Sheriff SWAT team. And we've we've done courses for uh, private military contractors that were about to deploy overseas. So we do everything from very fundamental level all the way up to to 
very advanced level uh, shooting course. Well, we really appreciate you calling in. I mean, amazing to, amazing uh, background and what you do, especially you know, you're right here in San Diego. I know I'd yep. like to take a class or two from you. I'm sure yeah. Judy would, too. Where's your ra- Where do you teach? Uh, we school? teach on a private range out in Alpine. Uh, we Good. have access to a private facility out yep. in Alpine, so yep. that's where all of our courses take place. All right. all right, buddy, I just sent you a Facebook friend request, and uh, okay. you need to start updating it. The last thing you got on here is you're a, you're a Harry Potter Lego expert now. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that the boss yeah, right I there? A, I've got an eight-year-old daughter, and, and uh, so we do, oh. we do Harry Potter and Legos oh. and Harry Potter Legos. That's so. great. You're getting pretty good at it, man. I'm looking at it, and I go, eh, that's not bad at all. Well, hey, man, she's an absolute sweetheart. I know she's got... You wrapped right around her little finger. Yes, sir. (laughs) All right, Jamie, thank you very much. And now that you're in San Diego, we're going to be bugging you some more down the road. Absolutely. I'd be happy to come back anytime. We love it. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. and We come back a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. You're supposed to say the The answer. The answer. The answer. Hey, folks, have you been to A.O. Swords yet? I keep telling you, every Sunday, you have to go. They have got the widest selection of guns in San Diego County with over 600 unique guns in stock and uh, hundreds of use. So go see their full-service, experienced gunsmith. They can do everything from mild repairs to full custom. A.O. Sword Firearms. Stores located at 929 East Main Street in the city of El Cajon. Go to the website at aosword.com or you can call them 619-749-4867. You can build, buy, or repair. A.O. Sword Firearms is your go-to place for all things firearms. That's aosword.com. Again, 619-749-4867. Remember, 929 East Main Street. Just go down there. It'll be way much fun. All right, this is the Gatsky Dillon and Balance LLP segment. Go to www.cafirearmslaw.com if you have any questions about firearm ownership, transportation, any question you might have. Maybe your uncle told you you could have this gun, but maybe you ought to look into it. This is the guy to call, John Dillon, 760-431-9501 or cafirearmslaw.com. So, John calling in today? That was the uh, theory. He's yeah, not I'm calling he is. Go, Man, he's got the phone on. He's rocking. How you doing, brother? Hey, how's it going, guys? Not bad. What are you doing? Uh, did a little bit of work today. Going to do some more later tonight. Uh, also helped uh, with the gardening. Did a Home Depot run. You know, getting uh, some potting mix and. You know, I, I got to add on. I also did some Harry Potter reading for for my <laughs> oldest. So, <laughs> yeah, well, if you it's go to fun. Jamie's website, him and his daughter, it's really cool as heck, man. I tell you, they really did a great job. So, so you've been busy. 
Yes, I have, but I have a, a legislative update actually for today. You know, our, our wonderful state of California, you know, just trying to solve problems that don't exist and, uh, you know, trying to encroach on people's rights uh, as much as they can. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. There, you notice, Abel, that he was the first one to jump on a turning the state into an emergency so he can get federal money. <laughs> that guy just. Hey, well, crazy. you know. All I know are gun stuff, so I'll stick to that. <laughs> and, and trust me, there, there's enough for me to complain about uh, as it is. Uh, all right, so uh, this is a bill that people should pay particular attention to because this has see, some dire ramifications if it is passed. Uh, you know, if it gets to the governor's desk, he's going to sign this thing. Uh, we all know that. Uh, just you know, the second half of last year, he signed 15 bills uh, for gun control uh, laws, uh, and he'll sign anything that comes across his desk as if it has to do with gun control. So, this is Assembly Bill 3071, uh, and it is a ban on the use of lead ammunition in uh, in and at. Uh, firing ranges, sports shooting ranges, both indoor and outdoor. Uh, and it is literally, it is a, a ban that prohibits uh, a sports shooting range or indoor shooting range from selling or giving away ammo unless it is certified as non-lead. And it also prohibits shooting non-lead ammunition at ranges. And so this would apply to all ranges, you know, indoor, outdoor, doesn't matter. Uh, and, it, you know, for those of you who may not know lead ammunition or lead core ammunition that's the majority of all ammunition especially when you're considering uh target practice and shooting ammunition that you ammunition that you use at a range uh that's the type of ammunition people use uh and it's because it's cheaper uh to purchase and it, it allows people to practice now in california we already have a ban, a ban on lead ammunition when it comes to hunting so you have to have, uh, right. you know, steel ammunition for hunting. And, and there's arguably something there in the sense of, yeah, if you're shooting animals with lead, other animals, if you don't collect your, your game, they mm. could ingest that lead. Uh, when you're talking about an indoor range or an, even an outdoor range that all have specific procedures to trap lead, HVAC systems to, you know, filter it out of the air, uh, there's really no safety there uh, that they need to correct or fix. Um, this is truly a backdoor ban to prohibit or prevent people from being able to go to the range and practice shooting. That's exactly um, what it is. That's exactly. So what are the penalties if, if you get caught doing it? You know, I don't have the penalties in front of me, but uh, I'm sure at least on the, uh, the shooting range side, it's probably going to be something significant because they're going to want people to actually enforce it. But again, are people going to have to check your ammunition every time you enter the yeah. gun range? Our range is going to have to hire a person to go through people's bags every time they they come in. I don't know. Uh, uh, and who's going to enforce it? Who's going to enforce it? Well, so the, the Fish and Game Commission is going to be given the authority to make their, you know, certified uh, list. It's a, you know, of what is considered non-lead ammunition. So this is interesting because... In order for, you know, your fire, the ammunition to be, you know, acceptable, it has to be certified as, quote, non-lead uh, by the Fish and Game Commission. 
that means even if I have, you know, say I buy a box of ammunition Mm -hmm. and it is non-lead, but it's not on this list of non-lead ammunition, I can't use it. You can only use certified non-lead ammunition. So uh, it's not even, it's essentially, it's very close to our handgun roster Mm -hmm. where, you know, there's guns that are the color blue that are totally acceptable and quote safe to use in California. But if you get the silver kind, somehow that's a magically unsafe gun and it's illegal to purchase from a gun store in California. Same type of thing. Unless you have your certified non-lead ammunition, you're not going to be able to shoot it. And all I can say is it's a means to keep people from being able to purchase and use and practice firing their gun. You know, uh, there's no other real benefit. Um, like I said, these indoor ranges, they have HVAC systems, they have lead contain- containment systems, right. they have standard operating procedures that account for all this stuff. Right. Uh, and they have to. It's not like these are regulations that they have to adhere to. So this additional, uh, you know, public safety law is not a public safety law. It's nothing to do with public safety. It is quite literally a way to prevent people from being able to afford going to a range and shooting. You know, if you're buying steel ammunition, anyone who goes hunting, you know, I I love duck hunting. I go every year. the, the steel shot, you know, uh, shotgun rounds are much more expensive than your standard target lead-based, uh, you know, Winchester rounds that you take to the clay range or something like that. Um, and if you're going to have to be spending, you know, twice as much to go shooting because you have to buy steel ammunition just for target shooting, uh, that's going to prohibit a lot of people from being able to go shoot. I mean, as it is right now. Shooting and practicing, it's an expensive sport. It's an expensive uh, recreational activity because, you know, you got to go buy your ammunition, then you shoot it up, got to go buy more. Um, and, and this is a means to, you know, again, to, to keep people that don't have, you know, high income from being able to not only purchase guns, but practice with their gun. I mean, that's what you do at a range. You're going there to practice, to get better, to be more accurate, to, to be more safe, to learn, to be more experienced. Uh, the state should be encouraging people and doing everything they can to get people in the ranges and to get people to practice because, you know, this isn't even a, a gun control argument. Every gun owner should be experienced with their firearm. Uh, that's the gun industry and everyone that owns a gun believes that too. If you own a gun, practice with your gun. Uh, and this is a means to stop that. John, I'm curious, who, do you know who's behind this bill? Is it? Yeah, it's uh, Assemblymember Mullen and Senator Wachowski are the authors of AB 3071. Um, so, yeah, uh, maybe uh, make note of those names uh, you know, next time you're in the voting booth. But, it's yeah, it's one of those things. Uh, these are names that aren't uh, unfamiliar with the gun control proposals when it comes to California legislature, you know. Uh, and they will continue to push more. But this is one of those bills that we really need to be vocal about in our opposition before it gets to the governor's desk. We're not in a position anymore. You know, Jerry Brown was a previous governor. He did veto a number of gun control bills over the years. Uh, And there were times where he had a lot of pushback and people were not happy, at least the legislators that, you know, proposed these gun control bills. 
you know, Jerry Brown sometimes did veto bad bills. Uh, Gavin Newsom will not. He, he will sign every single bad bill that has to do with gun control because, you know, in the end, it's not about your safety. It's not about public safety. It's about more control. It's not about control, in my opinion. It's about confiscation. And that's the that's the real real yeah. bottom line. Yeah, what, but that relates to the that relates to the yeah, control. The end of utter control is confiscation because they're in control of that fire. Right, that's now. their that's their end game. I mean, why don't they just ban exhaust from guns? <laughs> yeah, don't give them any. That's ideas, ridiculous. I just gonna equally say. ridiculous. But why don't they just do that too? You know, and they will if yeah. you let them. Well, they're just gonna keep. <clears throat> but what, what's what's the defense? What's our defense, John? Well, I mean. If you want to step back and get like a logical perspective, so they're, they're trying to quote this. What they're saying is to prevent people from inhaling lead or being exposed to lead at these ranges. So why wasn't the bill proposal to increase the safety HVAC system, you know, and sure. contamination procedures at ranges? Why wasn't it that? Why is it all? Oh, let's just ban all ammunition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like why, why didn't we just up the standards of how, clean and how filtered the air has to be in indoor ranges it's because it's not about that no it's not it has nothing to do with that you know and i'm not even you know agreeing with that you know alternative that i gave but it's just you know if it really was about increasing increasing people's safety and you know exposure to lead uh, they would have gone about it a much different way this is truly a backdoor way to prevent you from practicing with your firearm the lead-free ammunition is really expensive. Even the wind clean, which has a very, very low lead content, is almost a third or half more than regular ammo. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you are a regular shooter and you go practicing even once a month, uh, you're going to get hit hard with this type of uh, law because you are going to be spending at least twice as much, if not more, on your ammunition. I and, shoot 300 you know, rounds at least every time I go out. Judy, oh yeah, how about you? Easy, easy. Easy. That's, that's yeah. a, that's probably hour. just with a nine millimeter, not, not let alone the 45. Yeah. So, and you're talking, you know, that's easily now over $150 worth of ammunition every single time. Yeah. Easy. If you're shooting, if you're required to shoot all steel, non lead. Wow. Uh, and that's going to hit people hard. It's going to prevent people from being able to practice. So people need to be very, very vocal uh, in opposition of this bill. It does nothing for anyone. It's There's no benefit whatsoever. AB 3071. Uh, it, write it down. Write AB it down. AB 3071. Send call out your emails. Call them. Email them. Yes. Well, we need No, the person we call is the one that's going to have the ammo that's legal and talk them into selling it for a dollar a box. <laughs> That's all it would take, and then everybody, then the problem's solved. You know, we just don't we have to. Right people, we need the right people in office that yeah. won't even stuff like this. Is what we need. Yeah. Hey, we're working on it as hard as we can, my friend. Alrighty. All right, get out there and cut that grass. Sounds good. See you guys. All right, folks, we're gonna take a small break. You are listening to FM ninety six one, AM eleven seventy. The answer. Welcome back, Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, folks, you know, you can get any of our shows 
Just go to gunsportsradio.com with any of your podcast equipment. You can listen to the old shows, the new shows. You can listen to them all. Hey, what's the big defense for self-defense and those horrible new red flag laws? Firearms legal protection. Mike, Lance, Joe, and I use them. Firearms legal protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners. For the 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designed specifically for the firearms owner. Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection today. That's Firearms Legal Protection at FirearmsLegal.com. Or you can call them at 469-310-9100. That's 469-310-9100. FirearmsLegal.com. Gun owners, be ready with a lawyer in your corner. All right, this segment's brought to you by the good folks at The Gun Range San Diego. TheGunRangeSanDiego.com. Seven days a week, 10 to 10. Nobody does it better. I call it the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. It's all about the service. And we got our good buddy Casey on the line. What's going on, brother? Uh, you know, staying busy here in the range, in a full range for the entire weekend. Yesterday, we probably had around 600, 700 people in throughout the day. I heard you're running so, out of guns to sell. <laughs> we're trying to, you, you know. Yeah, people uh, are running running on the place. Yeah, have you noticed Absolutely. Have you noticed a, uh, an uptick in gun sales? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple things, you know, tax return season. Everybody's coming in to buy guns after tax returns. It's kind of a given on that one. Okay. Uh, coronavirus, whatever, you know, I'll, I'll yeah, thank yeah, that yeah, to yeah. everybody. I've actually had customers come in, you know, oh, coronavirus scaring me. I'm like, well, I mean, I'll sell you one. Why not? And did you tell them, did you buy your toilet paper? Because if you didn't buy your toilet paper, then you yeah, know, they you're say really going to be Costco in trouble. You know, toilet, per- toilet paper, hand sanitizer, all that, you know. Right. You got to get your gun first. Go to the gun range first or after? Yeah, you go to Costco. <laughs> and you exactly. wrap yourself in toilet paper and go into gun range and buy your gun. Yep. I've actually had people bring in, uh, they brought in a box or a, like a tube of Clorox wet wipes because they wanted to sanitize the gun and the iPro and ear pro before they use it. And I was like, we do all that. Don't worry about it. That's part <laughs> yeah. of our job here is we clean up everything. If anybody comes out, we sanitize everything before we give it out to anybody else. So we're very keen on cleanliness, especially with hearing this new, uh, yeah. what is it, AB3071 that I'm just now hearing about. Yeah. yeah there you go. All that lead. Yeah. I know. It oh, just... yes, all this lead. Is that why we have the state-of-the-art air filtration system yes, required to run gun ranges by California definition and HEPA and HAZMAT and everybody that comes and does inspections and says right. we're all by the state of California. Bar, but... Yeah, but see, they don't yeah, care about that. No, this is just another way for them to get at us. Yep. That's all it is. Confiscation. Exactly. It's, it, it yeah, has, it, it has common sense to do with is not in, it. in there. Yeah, and then you guys sense. recycle all the lead too, right? Exactly. We do everything up to California specs. We have uh, full contamination suits that go down anytime we're downrange. We have lead specialists that come in and clean out the range per California law. We have everything up to spec what is required from California and then some. And what are those so, guys going to do? What are those guys going to do if this stupid law passes? There's a whole industry that's going to be out of work in in California. True story. Well, I, I mean, I mean, they're going to ban lead from California. I mean, when it comes down to it, what aren't you exposed to in life? I know. You know, you're, we're all out here breathing exhaust from your vehicles. Uh, if you're changing oil in your car, you're exposed right. to oil. You know, yeah. and when it comes to the firearms, you know, and especially in our indoor range, yes, it's indoor, but we have a ventilation system for a reason that yeah. pumps clean air downrange consistently. 
So that's they're, yeah. they're, you're going to be exposed to lead no matter what, but not like to toxic levels of what they're trying to say. I'm reading the bill right here. Yes, lead is a toxin, it, whatever. What isn't having lead in it or what hasn't had lead exposure? What's I mean, toxic what's, is the legislature of the state of California. That's, exactly. that's what's toxic. toxic. They all need a sticker on their forehead that they're toxic. Exactly. You know, and it, again, it's just out of control. So uh, they're not, this isn't about, they don't care about yeah. us. They don't care about Even the outdoor ranges. Uh, they reclaim their lead. The outdoor well, exactly. Yeah. Everybody, everybody cleans do. up everything to spec because that's what's required. We have inspections for a reason. Where the California hazmat and everything will come in here and inspect, and we have been up to par every single time. We've had no issues with them. We just uh, need to vote those down. people out and vote in Absolutely. the right people. That's the bottom line because that's the only tool we have. You know exactly, and then that's what it comes down to. Is they're just trying to control it. Like I was in the military, we we're exposed to. Oh, my Lord, the things we were exposed to in the military. You know, we were like the guinea pigs when it came to, you know, shots and vaccinations. Oh, yeah. They tested them on us. But was that a concern? Nope, because nope. we're expendable. Yeah, and if you croaked. <laughs> yeah, I know. I did one of those tests, too. I'll have to tell yep. you about it sometime. Ugh. I got $25 for it. Yeah, exactly. You know, we have to sign a waiver. It's like, hey, we don't know what this is going to do, but it's for your best interest. Well, uh-huh. What about now? The Border Patrol people, you know, workers, you know, right on the border with all that toxic uh, Tijuana Sewage stuff. Oh, they don't care you know, about that. They let them trounce through all that stuff. Somehow that's all good. They don't, anyway, they don't yeah, it, it's that. a terrible it, thing. It, none of this is none of this is making sense. It's not about for the betterment of us. No. It's because California legislators. AB thirty seventy one. Everybody needs to write firearms, that down. They hate and, guns. Yep. And, and fire it up. And they're going to. They, they hate not, anything that goes into it. And they're not going to stop. Hey, real quick, with the two minutes right. we got left, tell us about military grade. What does that mean? Military grade. I love that. So you always have people coming in like, oh, is that military grade? And I give a nice little chuckle because I know exactly. <laughs> what military grade is. Now, for the weapons we had in the military, I'm talking about Marine Corps, we use, you know, the M16s those were made by FNH or FN Herschel, which were amazing firearms to, by built. I mean, they're good. They're reliable to a point. Um, was it the best of quality available out there? No, because when you've got to think of military, you're buying in bulk. And sometimes it would be quantity over quality, it especially was... when it came to gear like our body armor and stuff like that. There'd be yeah. little expectations on it. The rifles we have in now, the M27 IR and the M38, which are made by HK, amazing guns. Those are like cream of the crop. So that's really good military grade when you have on that aspect. But when people start coming in, they're like, oh, this is a military grade flashlight or military grade this. It's like, well, well. Now that means that, that guy, think, you know, no, that means that guy won the bid because he offered mm-hmm. the cheapest price. Exactly. You know, the cheapest price that filled all the checks in the boxes. That's it. Because you got to think they're buying tens of thousands of units on this because they have to supply it all out there. I'll tell you what military grade is for me. What's that? I got a Benelli 1014, that's shotgun, tactical uh-huh. shotgun. That son of a gun is oh, that's right. awesome. Is that the one you can knock you doors can down? Take, you unloaded, loaded, doesn't matter. You could beat down a cement door, steel door, anything with that thing, let alone shoot buckshot, and you don't even know you shot it. No kidding. Wow. That's military grade. One? I have a Benelli M2. Uh, yeah, the M2 is great. It's lighter. That's that's fabulous. This thing is like it weighs as much as a oak tree. It's just huge. <laughs> that's amazing. Anyway, yep. is he we've back? Had him, we've had him on the range. Every, yeah, I'm back here. We've had him on the range. We love it when we have it out there. Uh, Benelli, we can still send those. We just go direct with them. So when it comes to Benelli's, they got to be cash up front or money up front, and then we can order it in. But we can get, get the 1014. The stock has to be pinned open because California hates you. Yeah, but other than that, you just beat down a cement door. Exactly. Fabulous shotgun. Yeah, whatever works. Exactly. Any shotgun's good, but I love that thing. Yeah. Anyway, military grade. That's funny. Yeah, they come in, they they want their military grade, and 
They don't know what they're talking they about. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a Ford truck with military-grade Exactly. Metal. Yeah, exactly. It's always great. It's always great. So we always give a good little chuckle out of it, and I kind of give them an explanation of it, and kind of opens their eyes to a point. Not saying it's bad, but, you know, there's uh, there's always better options out there in the private sector. Sure. Don't you don't you educate more than you sell? <laughs> I try. Gotcha. I mean, really. I mean, because most people come in, they have mm-hmm. no clue. You know, yeah, yeah, you have that weight. You know, if you have a weight, just go go talk to Casey and the, yeah. and the folks over there at the at the right there at the store, man. That's They're right. fabulous. Yeah, Casey's not busy. He's just sitting back having a All cup right, of coffee. All right, Casey, stick around, man. Hope to see you in the second I'll hour of these times, but I know you're busy. All right, man. Hey, go you rock it. it. Go guys. rock it out, buddy. Go clean up that lead, mm-hmm. will you? Will do. All right. This is FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.